Welcome to Nigeria Daily. I am Lilian Ogazi. The Nigerian Bureau of Statistics, NBS, has said that 20% of full-time workforce in Nigeria lost employment during the lockdown, occasioned by the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020. According to a report released by the NBS, 81% of enterprises experienced a decline in revenue, 73% faced liquidity challenges due to secondary impacts of COVID-19. 2020 was a year that many of us wish to forget. The COVID-19 pandemic swept across the world quickly, rendering daily life almost impossible. Governments were forced to impose restrictions on movement and businesses were closed to stem the spread of the virus. For smaller businesses, this was a major blow from which many are yet to recover. Some business owners tell us how COVID and the lockdown affected their businesses. Let's listen to them. My name is Bemi Babatunde. I run a shuttle department in the hospitality industry. So during COVID, when COVID hit, it affected us badly. Most hotels were shut down. Most um, businesses in the hospitality industry were shut down as well. Same for us, we were also affected. And we had to tell our staff to go and leave. But one thing about crisis that I've learned is that you can actually not solve a problem yourself. But when you change the way you look at a problem, solutions will gravitate towards you. So immediately COVID hit, the first thing I did was to change the way I looked at it. I felt, okay, it has happened. So what do we do? The first thing I did was to admit to myself that yes, we have been hit by a crisis because there is nothing worse than living in denial and lingering in the past. Because whatever you deny, you delay. Or whatever you accept and face, you conquer. So we admitted that we had been hit by the crisis. The next thing we did was to personalize it. Because it was a global crisis, personalizing it helped us to come out of the victim mindset into the solution-providing mindset. If we don't personalize it, we'll believe somebody is coming to save us. The government will save us. It happened to everybody. But personalizing it helped us to go out to look for a solution. So what was the solution? So what we did then was we thought about it. After analyzing the the business, we did the internal analysis and the external analysis, the SWOT and the personal analysis. We realized that people craved for connection. People still wanted to move on with their lives. And at that point, they allowed people to have gatherings, but there were restrictions. Only 20 people were allowed for events. Mm. So we saw that as ah, we could leverage on this. Event centers were locked down. People were not coming in. Then our selling point was people coming in for the single room and shared apartment. But with COVID, nobody was ready to share anything. For people to take up a whole apartment, the only thing they could do was probably for an event. And since we realized people were craving for connection, we leveraged on that and we immediately started doing intimate events. People actually came in to, to book our place for intimate events. We had a Zoom wedding reception. People were doing a lot of Zoom weddings then, but it still didn't feel like a party because people would just be in their houses and only two people would be joined together. And so all the vendors were in their houses. We had the makeup artists in our house. Every other vendor, they were in their houses. But just a couple were in Nick Hotel apartment and the, the Zoom master that was organizing the connections. The photographer and the videographer were in the hotel apartment. The saxophonist where the sax was also in his house. It was so much fun because they involved all the guests via Zoom. They had different games. 
There was a game called Scavenger Game where they would just tell somebody, the first person to go get a toothbrush because everybody was in their house. So go get a toothbrush and show it show it on screen. And that was actually the very first emerging reception in Africa. How has your business been since then? Has it recovered fully to what it was before COVID? It has done better than before COVID. Because before COVID, we were not having intimate events. But with COVID, we were able to come up with the idea of intimate events based on the analysis that we did. Initially, it was just for lodging. But after COVID, we started intimate events plus lodging. So you would say COVID opened your mind to better ideas and in as much as it was supposed to affect your business to an extent it did help your business yes it showed it okay what it taught me is that within crisis are seeds of opportunity if you search you would find it my name is Hawa Bello I'm founder and CEO of Madame Cosette Handbag uh well when COVID hit I was away I planned a trip to Italy to buy some hardware and materials for my business and I got stuck in London on transit so I was literally on my way to Italy when COVID hit and then we were all under lockdown at the same time my staff were also off from work so the factory was shut down temporarily and they couldn't return because of the lockdown so that was really challenging not being able to produce uh, and not being able to be here as well that was really difficult because i have a workshop and a shop uh, where people come to buy we had to close both places we, we were not only closed for business we were also closed from production it was really really hard uh, to sell things that people need to have i mean we produce handbags mm. handbags are more or less a luxury item if you would so it was definitely slow in terms of sales for me i was more worried for my staff just them not being able to work not being able to earn we did maintain some salaries ones that we could even though they weren't working we were still trying to pay just to encourage them and to keep them going did you have to cut down at some point Oh yeah, we did. So there was lockdown and half our workforce were not working at the time. Uh, so because some of them were already on leave, we had to just, you know, we, we couldn't continue to pay them. Some of them earn as they work and some of them had fixed salaries. Okay, so currently, would you say the business has come back to how it was before COVID? I would say, yeah, definitely. Maybe even better because we've learned to work smart. Uh, we've definitely learned to work remotely. We've learned that we don't need as many people working at the same time to achieve the same results. So that would be a blessing from COVID. And we've learned to diversify, you know. Um, when we were selling kind back, we were providing other services. So consulting services was something that I used to do. But because of COVID, I didn't have a product to sell. Uh, I relied more on that. So that really helped. Those were some business owners speaking on how they struggled and survived the COVID-19 pandemic. Bilkisu Ahmed speaks with Aisha Yusuf, the president of Emirati Women Empowerment Cooperative, on how the COVID affected her business. Let's listen to her. Well, it's affected my business tremendously because I am a fashion designer, which means I deal with uh, clothes and um, fashion items and fashion accessories. And with COVID, as everybody was on lockdown, there was really no need for anybody to buy new clothes or sew new clothes, being that they were going nowhere. So it's really um, affected my business because my clientele basically turned in a minute to non-existent. So it really was a very, very challenging time. Was it totally short? You were not getting anything during that time? Absolutely. We had to close 
the sewing uh, store mm. i had to ask my tailors to go home because as you know everywhere was on lockdown mm. so they couldn't even be coming to work because there was actually no movement so for them to even wake up in the morning and come to work was not possible what we did was we had to transfer everything to online and then apart from that you know people could contact us through our instagram or facebook or whatsapp or our website and basically it was um it wasn't very frequent as we knew that people couldn't go out so we just had to improvise if we get orders which were not coming very frequently what we did was the tailors had to work from home and um we offer delivery service which means we get dispatch riders to deliver whichever clothing or item that they require so what we did was we had to move everything to the online store and we also had to cut down on expenses we had to let non essential staff go so we had to reduce our workforce tremendously so compared to before covid and during and after how is the improvement in your business there is a tremendous improvement because as i said during covid it was almost absolutely nothing was going on so before you get an order you know it takes a while but now that uh, things are going slowly back to normal but slowly uh sales has definitely picked up and with the with our new innovations of the online store that we opened you know we are even getting clientele from people that are outside abuja which has also you know helped tremendously because we're getting people that are ordering from lagos from kano from kaduna because of our online presence so we're getting it's sort of like our clientele actually increased because of our online presence you know so um i would say definitely definitely much better after covid That was Aisha Yusuf, the president of Emirati Women Empowerment Cooperative. One thing all small business owners had in common was the ability to think outside the box. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on a short break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily and we're talking about the impact of COVID-19 on businesses. In addition to its impact on public health, the coronavirus caused a major economic shock as businesses and large economies were forced to go into lockdown. The lockdown affected small and big businesses alike, but could the government have done it differently? Was there any other way to handle the COVID without the lockdown? to save businesses and the economy Bilkis Ahmed puts this question to Dr Ibrahim Adam an economic analyst Actually the COVID-19 or the virus is a, you know it was deadly 
and very contagious. And the health experts have warned that if we continue to allow people to come out and they conduct or go about their normal businesses, the incidences or the cases of COVID-19 infection will rise. And that was actually the case. Initially, the Nigerian government and other African countries, they didn't go into lockdown when the Western world have locked down, you know, until when they realized that the cases were multiplying. Okay, there was no option in order to curtail the spread. There was no option but lockdown. So I think, as far as I'm concerned, there is nothing wrong in the taking that precautionary job of restricting movement. So they did the right thing. Yes, yes. However, the Nigerian government have introduced so many COVID-19 intervention schemes, which have marginally impacted on the economy. But you know the there could have been a much more better approach. One of such approaches is the government should have actually make businesses to operate on shift basis. What do you mean by shift basis? You see, the problem with coronavirus is when people will come in crowds, looking at the nature of our informal setting of our markets, that is when you have so many cases of such. Of course, they acted proactively, but that intervention will have actually come much earlier to the small businesses. The COVID-19 pandemic had a very devastating effect, not only the domestic economy, but the global economy. As you know, the domestic economy or the Nigerian economy is a flare in the global scene. So what affects the global economy will invariably affect the Nigerian economy. The COVID-19 pandemic uh, has affected the Nigerian economy in so many ways. One of such is it affected negatively or adversely the level of output. As you are aware, level of production decelerated because many businesses have closed. So what can you tell the business owners now, especially those that have lost their businesses or their businesses is not doing as it used to? What can they yeah. do to, to boost this, their businesses? For those that have actually, maybe the coronavirus pandemic has swept their businesses, maybe the capital, the government still have so many windows of intervention. And through the government, you know, we have NASA that is actually having such interventions. If they are registered business, they approach the government, the government will actually uh, have, they have uh, their, their soft loan, their loans for them, their support for them, for the businesses. Even now, as we speak, some some small businesses are actually benefiting from such. So please, they should not hesitate to approach those government agencies and they will get it. So many have applied and mm-hmm. they are not getting it. Yes, it's, it's true. Actually, you know, because of the volume of the application, the application is, is, is really much. But I tell you that uh, those that have the requirements, the documentation, the right documentation, actually they are accessing these facilities. That was Dr. Ibrahim Adam, an economic analyst. Social distancing restrictions, lockdown, etc. did take a toll on small businesses, big businesses and the economy at large. The important factor that played out for some was how they were able to maximize the opportunity. No one was prepared for it, but some survived and came out different. 
And that brings us to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and remember that it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download these and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of the Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. Better still, you can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. I am Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.